my shadow, my shadow and me, we're always together, as close as can be. We make pictures on the floor and the wall like riders and dogs, and that's not all. Wherever we go, we got company, me and my shadow, my shadow and me. Thank you. Hey everybody, it's Two Robs, we're back. Forgive us, we have sinned. We have broken the cardinal rule of podcasting, which is consistency. We haven't released any podcasts for roughly six months. So, uh, after the first two were released and were just an enormous hit and just floods of people <laughs> saying they wanted more, we uh, cut them uh, We cut them off. We didn't, we didn't deliver anything, but we're back. We're going to make a better effort. Uh, we'll go over... All our trials and tribulations over the summer and what kept us away. But uh, we are really committed to trying to make a better, consistent run at this. So, once again, it's two Robs make a ride. I am Rob Christensen along with my partner, Rob Donovan. And as always, we are brought to you by Midnice.com. Check us out at M I N N N I C E for Minnesota Flavor Apparel. And uh, we just got some cool hats in, and uh, hopefully uh, they're going to be going like hotcakes. So <clears throat> let's jump right in and uh, kind of fill you in where we uh, kind of where we went wrong this summer. Robert, By the way, I got the hat. What's it's new awesome. with you? <laughs> what what? What's new with you? What 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 happened this summer? Not a damn thing. I've been so bored. It's unreal. <laughs> I know. It's a, I can't believe you just wasted all this time sitting around. Nothing new. Nothing to keep your your time. Um, yeah, no, it's just been pure chaos, almost controlled chaos, but not quite. It's, it's chaos. Um, we did finally adopt. I don't know. Did we cover any of that on the last one? I don't, I don't think so. I don't did even we? know if we had the baby. We might not have. We might have uh, kind of kid gloves with the subject, maybe. So in my life, in Mr. Donovan's life, we adopted a little baby boy. Um, he was born here in Minnesota. Um, we were in the delivery room with her, and he came home with us. And let me just say this. I have a 10-year-old daughter. I am now 45 years old, <laughs> and my ass was not prepared to have a baby because it is just dragging. <laughs> the, the, the nightly feeds, the, the lack of sleep are taking its toll. That being said, I love the little fart he's awesome well to give you the listeners a side note here which is payback is i was 45 (laughs) when we adopted my daughter and and i laughed i got a lot of grief for that and uh yeah it's it's a lot different uh, having a child at 45 than uh 30s or it is i mean but you were you're a pro you i mean you did you guys you know the whole uh procedure you know you raised cora you know everything's gonna go according to plan yeah, you forget everything <laughs> short memory <laughs> like you like honestly like i i can't believe how much i forgot like not you know what i forgot is you remember the great times right in the love and you yeah. and they smile at you and the kisses and the and you're just like, oh my gosh, he melts my heart. The it's screaming. Yes, the screaming. I cannot. I don't know if it's pants. like a DNA genetic thing. It's just drives me freaking nuts. And like, it's like, okay, just 
go to sleep, baby. And you know, and as soon as he falls asleep, you just look at him. And you're like, oh, oh I my love god, this I know. He's, he's, I know. And we have a boy, Gabriel Reese Patrick Donovan. He has two middle names because I couldn't make up my mind, and the wife was just like, it's the hell of a monogram. Yeah, it's it's. But he's he's wonderful. You adopted as well. You, you've been through the process. Yeah. It's it's a big haul. So. Yeah, it's it's a meat grinder. I mean, you get all those yeah. other layers that are at him. You have just the, your your regular childbirth, and then you layer all the adoption procedures. Then you're waiting for the finalization and all that fun stuff too. But it's funny because uh, when we first went through the process, I was always uh, I was wondering how man, how's it going to go? Is it, is it, are you going to feel like a, a real parent? Are you going to feel like you know? Are you going to have a bond? Are you, all these worries you have in your head. And it's funny because I always felt obligated when when uh, Vivian was first born. I was like, tell everybody, oh yeah, we used to have a baby. Oh yeah, we adopted. It doesn't even cross my mind now. I mean, oh, yeah. I yeah. never. I, you know, she's like one hundred percent. Yeah, she's know. yours. Yeah, it's funny, but uh, I, I mean, part of me kind of says, it's funny because I really love Cora, my ten year old, and Gabriel, the three month old, the same but differently. It, and it's kind of funny because I feel very protective of both of them, but in different ways, maybe. Like, well, could it maybe be two that, I mean, because it's a unique situation where Core is 10 years older to yeah, as well. Yeah. And I think maybe it's because I'm adopted too, and I come from that. You know, you know now I. Yeah, you have cool. that different both, layer. Yeah, I get both, both versions. I've seen it. Yeah. I have seen what it's like being adopted growing up that way, and now I, I have adopted. <clears throat> and to have both perspectives, it That's really like, it's kind of cool. And then like, I kind of wonder, oh, I wonder what he or she, you know, I wonder what he'll think in the, when he's yeah. older, you know, like That's, you wonder what Vivian's going to think and... You know, no, that's there's like like you said, there's layers. Like, oh, crap, totally. And then you have that. Like I said, I, I kind of, I kind of envy you in one way because you have you see it from a firsthand experience too. Yeah. And um, you know, I I always get uh, worried. Like in the future, I start thinking about you know how how is it going to go when uh, Vivian's a teenager, blah blah blah. But yeah, you know, it's. It is a, like tip, you, the typical parent things you have with a biological birth opposed to an adoption. I'm sure it's pretty similar, but then you just got those other little kind of layers <clears throat> that you you got to address down the road too. So, but I, now I mean it's yeah, I'm so happy for you guys that. to get that done and yeah. everything worked out. I mean it was it Keyword that thing done. went so incredibly smooth. I can't believe it. Yeah, ours was ours was a little different because we, I mean not different, but. Um, it it was. I don't know if it's typical for the the birth mother, the birth parent, and the family to get along, the adoptive family to get along so well, and right. you really have. And well, you know, I don't want to jinx it or anything like that. But the hospital stay was wonderful. The afterwards, and you know, we've kind of given her her space because, hey, it's really hard, right? I mean, yeah. I can't imagine giving up a child and. She's recovering, and, and, you know, when she wants to get together, we, we get together, and, and, um, and it's been really good. And, and she kind of sets the boundaries, you know. She'll, like, want to hold the baby, but then you can kind of see it in her. It's like all of a sudden she's just like, whoa, I need, you, yeah. you got to take the baby, yeah, you yeah. know. And so I can't imagine that side uh-huh. of it and what she's going through, but it has been really, really nice having that, that having her around and knowing that in the future – 
you know, we'll set the boundaries of what that's going to be. But when the child does have some questions, she's there, which obviously we'll talk about all that in the future. But, you know, there's that, you know, and that, and that can be good, good and bad, right? If that's you have a psycho on your hands, it can be totally bad. But that's yeah. it's so, I mean, it's so funny that I know so many different adoption stories in my life. I mean, yeah. be it with you. I've had uh, cousins that I've adopted, our adoption. I mean, and every single one is different, you know, yeah. the way. I have some that uh, there's there's absolutely no contact with the, the birth mother mm-hmm. and some where there, you know, there's minimal and some where there's a lot. I mean, it's just, it's really. And every version kind of works for them. I mean, for the most yeah, part. Yeah, I know. I mean, everybody sets it up to where they're comfortable. And I think a lot of times, too, I, th- I don't know if they told you this, you know, at first, maybe the birth mother or birth parents, I should say, it could be a, both of them there, are there. And then as a, they move on in their lives, things can kind of grow apart. And, yeah. You know, and maybe they come back to it or maybe they stay a part of it. But I think the biggest thing is, is just setting those boundaries, right? Like, hey, this is what I like. This is, you know, you know, make sure everybody's comfortable and have that open communication. Yeah, because as soon as that stops, then you're like, ooh. That's the main thing. It's like, every, as long as everybody's comfortable with you right. know, the situation. Because um, there's big feelings, right? It's, it's like, it's unreal. You, I mean, you from, like, when you were uh, as old as you can remember, did you always aware of being adopted? Yeah. There yeah, was never a time that I didn't know Yeah, I was see, adopted. that's the way we've raised, you know, Vivian from day one, yes. you know, we buy her books, she knows, you know, yeah. she grew in somebody else's tummy and blah, blah, blah. Right. But... I mean, I couldn't imagine like the old school ways. There's like where you you're just <laughs> asking for yeah. a, one for day, knock, knock, knock. Hey, this person looks a lot like me. Well, uh, let me tell I, you something. That would be uh, a stressful life trying to live that. Uh, that well, I mean, can you imagine having that secret hanging? Like if you're the parent, have that crap hanging over you. Oh my I mean, God. it's hard enough to, you know, always to worry or to yeah. You just you know, in my case, <laughs> my kid is mixed ethnicities, so. There's nobody to look at him and go, hey, is that your kid? You know, I mean, it, it's, it's uh, well, well, and the wife and I are together, that is. You know, I'm glow white, and he's yeah. got that beautiful chocolate skin, you know, that I just envy, you know. What was the, uh, you remember me, myself, and Irene in that movie? Oh, Carrie. yeah. <laughs> and the, uh, his uh, wife uh, had a... A, a mixed race face. Right. Right. <laughs> she was trying to say she didn't cheat. <laughs> no, it's it's yours. It's yours. No, it's yours. No, maybe not. Well, I think like in. Oh, remember uh, all this, the three, this three boys are all those was all those 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 big guys. <laughs> oh, oh that's hilarious. So anyway, so that's one. That's yeah. The, one of the main reasons we've kind of. Um, I mean, I'm not going to put it all on Robert. I had my issues too, but uh, yeah, you've been giving birth to your own yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm the proud father of um, a two of twins. Um, Did you finally? No, I delivered the first one. It was two and a half millimeters uh, kidney stone, and uh, the other yeah, one was kidney stone people still jammed in my urethra somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so when he pees, it goes off to the corner. Is what he's saying. It's, it's almost there. there. It could be there. It's right at the end. There. And let me tell everybody, uh, I've heard about <laughs> kidney stones before, but um, it is the most fucking painful thing. <laughs> I've had Crohn's. I've had my my colon cut out. I've had Crohn's where I've had complete blockages of my colon. Kidney stones trump that pain by a really? hundred times. Really? You just writhe in pain. You're trying to move <laughs> to comfort somehow. And I was when I was at my worst, I was on the, my basement floor <laughs> rolling around while my 
five-year-old daughter was staring at me, and my wife was going back and forth doing laundry, and she finally said, if you aren't better in 20 minutes, we're going to the emergency room. And, I mean, uh, maybe when you hit the floor, it was oh, probably time to go to the emergency yeah. room. Like, And I, I vomited from pain because it hurt oh, so bad. Yeah. See, but, I'm not... No, I couldn't. I'd be... You drug the hell out of me. You get this out right now. Oh, I don't they, care. They pumped me full of drugs in the, the emergency room. It's, it didn't do a thing. And they came in again, finally gave me another huge dose of, uh, I think, Tordal or something. That finally did the trick. Yeah. But um, I tell you. Uh, so what's... <laughs> well, the problem said... Have you had any writhing on the floor pain since then? Or what, uh, what's no, going on? I had a slight issue probably... Three, I think three or four weeks ago, uh, where I can manage it now. Though I mean, it's uh, gotcha. if if you if you dehydrate yourself and you have kidney stones, I think that's one of the things. If you, uh, if you have Crohn's, and then you don't, you tend not to drink enough water. It's just it's you're going to have a higher rate or a higher chance of getting kidney, kidney stones. stones. And I'm notorious for not drinking enough. Oh really? Oh god, I dehydrate myself all the time, biking, <laughs> running. I don't drink even close. So now I'm supposed to drink. About maybe 180 ounces, so that's like uh, mm-hmm. like seven of these a day, probably even more. But I'm trying to keep water bottles. As long as you keep hydrated, I mean the pain's usually pretty bearable. But uh, every once in a while, can you notice? I mean, is it it's that noticeable, huh? Like if you get yeah, if you dehydrate yourself and you still so then it's just probably just settling there. Or yeah, what? it gets um, it'll get caught in the bladder or oh. it'll adhere to the urethra, oh, your your bladder or whatever. But right. It's just not a fun pain. It's just there constantly. So, but you know, as soon as that passes, uh, wait. We get, so <clears throat> wait. Yeah, how'd you like that? Wait. Um, have you gone? Have you gone back to the doctor? What did they say? I go back. Actually, uh, I've been back three times. They they X-ray and they they can they track the path of where the stone is. Is it almost ready to roll or? Well, uh, I was there a <laughs> month ago, and then I. Uh, in two weeks, I go back, and hopefully uh, I passed, and I didn't know it, but I'm sure you'll know it if you pass it. <laughs> Ding! Yeah, but... Um, you put that up on the wall as a plaque or something. Oh I mean, oh, on the, the mantle. If you check out what two and a half millimeters is, right. it's, it's like nothing. Tiny. Yeah, tiny, it's tiny. just it's like so frustrating. But those are our two major issues we had this <laughs> summer um, that kind of kept us off the uh, among just uh, general life and... Um, jobs and things like that but yeah jobs too jobs my job has changed a little bit yeah for sure so, and in yours yours you're always busy so um yeah and then what we talked about in the la- the first two we released all about our tries and our fitness uh, objectives and all that type of thing kaboom <laughs> what so where are you ah, if you look Actually, back okay. from where we were in May, I think late April is the last one. We recorded one in May. We yeah, released. I've got that. We'll, we'll release that into the archives in the future. That's so, yeah, it's going to be, be a bonus funny track for all like, you know, after episode. So just remind us, after episode 200, <laughs> we'll good. release that. And you can go like, God, listen to those dumbasses back then. They thought they were good then. They're horrible. That's well, going to be pure gold. Pure, yeah, that it is. Uh, like I said in the past, jump on that sponsorship, people. Well, what um, would you say with all the shit you went through this summer with the house, the baby, and just yeah. everything, job change and all that, or not yeah. you're changing jobs, but your job changing. Right. Um, what your fitness saying when in April when we started this to now, is it that much different though? Your fitness? Uh, actually, we started like a biggest loser challenge at work. Oh, okay. So I've been doing pretty good, except for right up to this last week. 
you know, I was really losing. So I'm probably lighter than the last time we were on the podcast. Oh, that's good. But that being said, I'm nowhere near where we wanted to be. But throw adopting a baby. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's excuses for people, and some some excuses are real. So, um, you know, the lack of sleep, that's the biggest. For me, it's the lack of sleep. But I'm actually looking forward to the kid's three months old now. So we've got, he's starting to get dialed in a little bit on sleep. Right, you know, it's it's still just a grind at that one o'clock yeah, in the morning, and then try to get back to sleep, and then he's back up at four or five, and that's actually the harder one because Jenny takes that because the little fart will eat, and then he's like, "Well, I, I went to sleep at six, and it's four o'clock in the morning. I want to stay up a little. Let's play." Does you know? he nap pretty well? No, no, not at yeah. all. I mean, like, he won't like twenty minute, thirty minute cat naps, oh, and we're trying to God. get that dialed in. So every once in a while, he'll take like an hour or an hour and a half nap in the afternoon. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, it's like the light opens up, you know, did, uh, the open up. Hardcore, did Cora nap when she oh, was? Oh, yeah, hardcore. She's so, just like two, three hours in the morning. She would do like two hours. She'd go to sleep at like 9.30 or 10 to like 12. Get up, geez, chow, play three. for a little bit. And then she'd sleep from like 3 to 5, the three, you know, 2.30 to 3 or 4. Awesome. It's a minimum of an hour and a half, two hours, and then she'd get up, play, eat, and then back, back to sleep. So <laughs> she was great. That's this good. little guy, I don't I think it's because he's so big. He doesn't want to miss anything. He just yeah, he doesn't want to just want to stop eating. Like yeah. he just wants to eat all the time. But so yeah, I think the fitness level, I'm actually looking, even though I was really hoping to be a lot further along. Now that everything's kind of slowly starting to get under control and we're starting to get into a rhythm and a pattern, yeah. you know, I'm starting to see areas to where, oh, yeah, I can, I can start to work, work out as much as I want to. And, and Cora actually does little mini workouts with me. Man, she's strong. What about your um, – are you doing any – like anything? Have you done like kettlebells on Yeah, the yeah. And kettlebells are downstairs. Did workouts downstairs and um, have been biking. And then I switched – for me, it's, it doesn't really – the workout is important, but for me, it's getting the, the switch over to the food, you know. Yeah. Once, I, once I switch the food, the kind of the diet, you know, I just have to take away the sugar and starch. Take well, away the sugar you, and starch, and it's great. Have you done any of the things, like we were talking about, uh, like the intermittent fasting or trying any of that stuff over there? Not so, yet, because I've noticed, like, when you go to switch over back to ketosis, or in my case, our modified ketosis because what I've noticed is the sugar, and it could be glu- uh, the gluten, I highly doubt it. It's probably just way too much sugar and, and starch. You know, you got to slowly do that. So once I go full, like, ketosis or modified ketosis with a ton of vegetables, um, then I do the fasting, and it really helps, and you really feel good. And every once in a while, I'll do it now because I'll just be so damn busy. Um, and I, I'm not having the highs, and, uh, the ups and downs because I have cut, like, my sugar like by 90%. It's, yeah, and then I just start to melt. You know, I'm fat, so you can, <laughs> you can melt. But, yeah, I, I like the, the the fasting is doesn't – sometimes you can just do it and you don't even know it. Like you eat, yeah. last eat at 7 and you skip lunch or you skip breakfast and then it's noon, right? So you're, you've got a little mini, mini thing going, so – well, that's what uh, – I don't know if that's good for you, though, would it? Well, I just, it's funny. I was just going to say – but the last time we talked um, in April, I was I was messing around with the the fasting and stuff, yeah. and then I, I kind of stopped with that. I'm like, "What the fuck am I doing this for? I don't want to lose weight." <laughs> so, 
Basically, yeah. I, I mean, I think it's it's a great way. I mean, I wanted to do. I didn't want to lose weight. I wanted to do yeah. it to be more efficient right. and have my body burnt. But then, it was. I was losing weight. And I didn't want to lose weight. Right. I want. I mean, I want to gain like, or I want to gain, want to gain five muscle. pounds or ten pounds, maybe of muscle. Yeah, right, right. But um, and fitness, muscle and fitness, right. Which and, is which is yeah. If I'm if I start working out, I'm right. gonna. Get up to like 155 pounds just because of <laughs> no, you're not of muscle. <laughs> He's lying, people. The son of a bitch is lying. Well, let me tell you, people, I love you, man. But I'm going to be a millionaire <laughs> if I write a book on how to lose weight. Uh, just get Crohn's. Just get Crohn's. That's awesome just diet. <laughs> just cut out. Cut out like... a couple feet of intestine. <laughs> I, I, I wonder if that acts like a stomach staple, you know? Because oh, shit well, goes through me like a goose. <laughs> I, I, I think it's, it's because it doesn't. Uh, you don't. You're not absorbing yeah. anything. You know no. the part I, where you're converting in a bad way, right? Yeah, I don't absorb vitamins. Right. Either, so. Exactly. But, so, um, I think uh, that's just it. I mean, if I was in your case, it'd be like shit. I, I get another double, yeah. double, 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 double burger, fries, and whatever. So, but my calorie intake has really gone down. I mean, I used to be. People used to marvel at the amount of food I could eat for the size I was. But I don't. I I don't eat like. I eat probably half of what I used to eat maybe five years ago. I just I'm a lot smarter eating. I mean, I still on eat purpose like, or just no desire. Yeah, well, just over years of learning, you know. I yeah, don't get me wrong. I still eat shitty stuff a right. lot, but not like I used to. I mean, I used to eat like when I was driving, doing delivery work. I would right. eat donuts and cookie. I eat a lot of sugar stuff and chips and all that. Right, right. But. Um, no, now I, I eat a lot more like nuts and I'll have nuts in the car and like <laughs> just cleaner stuff. A lot. Well, the water keeps you full when you're right. drinking 180 ounces. Yeah, of I think that's and you know, I'm on the road as well with and not in sales, but I'm on the road as well on call. And that can be killer, man. If oh, yeah. you don't have that dialed in, it's so easy to hit a gas station, hit a totally. McDonald's or hit a, you know, it's right there. It's quick. Convenient. It's fast. Yep. You know, half the time you're trying to email and drive, which is bad, or you're talking on the phone and you're just, you know, you're just I know. balls just to the wall busy. Get, you know, get a meal in whenever you can. But, so, I I'm mean, stressor. I've been pretty much the same MO as far as my fitness since we talked in April. It, yeah. It's been kind of like my same MO for the last couple of years where it's sporadic. I'll go through stretches where I'm biking and running a lot, but I think my whole key is trying to get a set time, you know, coordinate into your schedule where you're, you're actually, you're working out. Right. Because for me, I mean, I'm, I've uh, kind of devolved into like, the weekend warrior. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I work out those three days constantly. See, that's my problem is I don't. Then you don't? Well, yeah, you, I'm, I'm the other way, like Monday through Thursday. Really? God, I just, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I have no time. Now, during the weekdays, like what, <clears throat> you work out in the mornings early or at night? You're a night guy, right? No, I, yeah, I got to do night because now, I, in the past, I could have done the morning, but I'm just a night warrior. I, I do so much better at night. But with the kid, forget it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's, you know, if he hears anything at five in the morning, it's like, well, he's going to be up and, hey, let's play, you know. And so, I mean, I guess we'll see down the road you know like is he gonna sleep in or you know what his sleep schedule is and then i'll just modify it from there i'd like to you know even though you 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 what you generally piss away a lot of money when you join a club i'd like to join like a just a little club that's close you know yeah and there's a couple of them there's like 24-hour fitness and snap fitness are like but i a think mile away 
it also works a different way, whereas I think if I joined a club, then I would feel more obligated to work. Well, yeah, out. I don't want to piss away that money. Oh, exactly. Right? I mean, that, that kind of... Are you going to do that or no? It, no, I think I would rather, in the winter, I'm going to cross-country ski more oh, this year. Yeah. But now I'm working on with Debbie, my wife. I'm trying to get a set time where she's, she started doing yoga now. So oh. she does yoga twice a week. She's doing yeah, yoga. Yeah, right. I want to do that hot yoga. I hear freaking Joe Rogan. Oh, Did I, you hear the big bet they got going yeah, on with Ox, Tom Segura and... No, Ari Sober Oktober, or what is it? Sober October, yeah. Yeah, Sober October, yeah. And they're all doing the 15 hot yoga sessions. No, I, I, I heard I that. I want to do yoga. I don't know if I could do yoga right now. Bert Kreischer like, can do it. You can do it. <laughs> yeah, but he's not that heavy. Oh, he's by the way, have you have you been listening to that stuff when those guys are on? When A little bit. So he was, you know, because it all stemmed from, you know, with the shame Bert and Tom thing. Where they were <laughs> fat shaming each other. Right, right. So... <laughs> Then when they're talking about they wanted to do something as a group with that Ari Shafir, Tom Segura, right, right. Bert Kreischer, and Joe Rogan, and uh, they decided to do Sober October, and it's mainly because they thought Bert Kreischer was a raging alcoholic. Right. And they had him on, and they were asking, they're like, no, no, what, a normal day, what do you drink in a normal yeah. day? And he's like, well, it's, uh, you guys, I'm, I'm not an alcoholic, don't, I, just, I like having a drink, and they're like, well, what do you drink? Finally, he's like, well, okay, a normal day. I probably have made like six drinks, and those are six doubles, which translates. He's a normal day is eight to ten drinks. I know. Jeez, I felt guilty if I had like two beers in a night. Right, God, right. I think I might have a problem. <laughs> exactly. But is he from Minnesota? Because he always wears a Twins cap. No, he's from uh, Tampa or Florida. Yeah, he always wears the Twins cap. Does he? Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't notice that. Yeah, no, like in every um, podcast, he's. You know, or not everyone, but a lot of he's people. I like, he's, he's, he is funny. He's funny. But I actually like the other guy. Segura? Segura and yeah, his wife. He's I just dry. listened to his wife. Oh, I haven't listened to that yet. Is it pretty good? Funny. Like I got it. Listen, from your those, mom's house, isn't it? Or something like uh-huh. that? Yeah, isn't it called? Yeah. For, yeah. Like, I'm a, yeah, some, like I'm a mama's or yeah. something. No, she's I funny. She's, uh, I she's dialed in. She's got her shit together. Like, I think a lot of times with comedians and... Uh, you know, they. I, I think I like those that type of people because it's just blatant. It's right there, and um, yeah, you're getting a lot of feedback. No, no. okay. Um, you know, you, you really know where you stand, and they like to give each other crap, and it's funny. Well, it's you know? so funny listening to those guys. But the thing in common, it seems like a lot of comedians, man, they. I'll do a lot of drugs and they do a lot of drinking and well a lot of them have come from bad backgrounds like or tough you know I know and I think you know in growing up like we had um we moved a lot you know we went from Minnesota to California right. back to Minnesota and a small town big town I think I went to eight or nine different schools and and you 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 do use com- at least I did I used comedy as a defense you know because everyone's like oh you talk a yeah. lot he's funny you know and so I think I can really re- I'm not a comedian trust me people I'm not a comedian but I can relate with where they come back with their stories and how you kind of fight through things and it's not a normal right. hey I grew up in the same house and I went to the same school and I had friends and and that's got its own issues but when they say some of the stuff that they or the hard upbringing and I'm like man it's I totally relate with that. And I think that's why it's it's fun to hear. You know, it's good to listen. You know, even a comedian or these actors a lot of times are screwed up. You're just like, oh, no. wow. It's, they've got issues too. So here, yeah, talk for a second. Yeah, that's weird. But that's the one thing with the, um, the comedians too, though, is 
yeah, it seems like they all have a lot in common where it's like a, a broken home or, yes. you know, or they, uh, I mean, they all have, I want to see one, com- Rogan seems like he, he doesn't talk much about it, but he says his childhood was messed up. But yeah. I mean, out of all those guys we listen to, he seems like he, he was about closest to normal as far as that goes. <laughs> and, and I mean, I, he said, you know, his parents were divorced and all that right. type of stuff, but yeah, like a he said he never really partied in high school. Had a paper route, you know. Right. He was always up. Well, he moved around a lot. Four in the morning, yeah. Too, yeah. But um, California. No, I'm I'm hooked. I I listened to those between like the Ari Shafir's, uh, Bert Kreischer, and Rory's Ari's hilarious every day. I listen to those podcasts when I work. So did you see what he put Ari? Ari he looked himself up on Wikipedia and says Ari the Welcher. You know, it was just <laughs> oh, a joke, but it was hilarious. Somebody. had... But the Ari the Welcher he loses the shit if you say that. Did uh, did you see the um? God, what was that? Oh, when Rogan and uh, Kreischer were talking about how he, Ari's a lot nicer when he's on when he's on weeds. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's so serious. <laughs> Probably yeah, it relaxes you a little bit. You know, one podcast that I did listen to, I finally I'm not through it all. But um, was the Lance Armstrong on Joe Rogan? Oh, I love, I listen to that all the time. Oh, I I listened to that one a long time ago. Yeah, Yeah, and I never had, and I finally just, I'm like three quarters of the way through it. It's really interesting. Yeah, You know, know. like how somebody, I think he honestly is like, yeah, I was in the wrong, you know. Part of me still thinks he was screwed, but he got the shaft because he was such a dick. Exactly. I mean, it's, that's it. The funny thing, because everybody else cheated. that guy. I love that guy. <laughs> I listen, do you listen to his podcast ever? No, uh, very rarely. I I think I've listened to like one, like half of one, but I think I might now because well, he was just in the Twin Cities at Head Cycling and I was just in it and Head Cycling is one of my clients and I was talking to Ann Head, and, um, and, Head, and she was on his podcast and so they were yeah, talking and her so. and I were kind of talking about it. And it's pretty interesting. I mean, there's, you know, there's so many levels. Right. Yeah. That it's, um, part of me is just like, well, yeah, I know because he was a dick and he says it and he didn't have any guidance and that's no excuse, but hey, I don't care if you're a young kid and you don't have anybody telling you, hey, you know what? You might not want to do this. You know, yeah. you might not want to say that. You might not want to be an asshole, which every one of us could use. <laughs> oh, totally. You know, I mean, and like he said, he got caught up in it and. That's the reason they came down so damn hard on him is because he was the head yeah. kingpin. He was the big story. Oh. Let's take him down. Because everybody behind him got busted too, but you don't hear Jack diddly about that. The thing uh, with with Lance is, I mean, when he when he was in it, uh, I mean, he was like destroying a lot of people's careers. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was just like a terrible person. But yeah, he was. And the reason I like the guy now <laughs> and I, is he is so. Honest, and he right. owns yeah. everything. He's like, I was a fucking asshole yeah. as a dick. He's like, I don't blame. Like with the Greg Lamont, he's like, hey, I don't blame him. Not like he's like, I totally, I fucked him over. I, right. you know, I yeah. did unsayable things. I used things and events in in Greg's life against him, which was uh, totally wrong. I totally understand if you never <clears throat> ever want to talk to me again. That is totally you know understandable. I'd like to talk to him. I'd right. like to have a relationship and talk about it because we are considered, you know, the two of the they greatest are, American cyclists. They are, yeah. But um, yeah, let's just think about listen to his podcast. And then uh, this summer I listened to the Stages podcast. You know, he did. Did you know about that one? 
Yeah. So uh, him and another guy had, were in an airstream, and they yeah. they did every yeah. stage of the Tour de France kind of recap. They were quick. They're only like forty minutes or so, but <clears throat> were they pretty uh, good? Oh, it was awesome, man. And now he's doing. Really? It had such a huge response to it that they did the um, the tour of Colorado. They right. did a short California. Are they doing that? Uh, they're gonna this is spring, and they also did. They just did the Ironman too. They did a oh. couple podcasts about the Ironman. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's. Um, no, the guy is pretty, I mean, it's just super interesting, especially like you and I into yeah. biking, just to hear the behind the scenes stuff. And uh, he was talking about Ulrich, where he said they were kind of asking him during the Stages podcast, they kind of wanted to know, who, out of all those competitors, Baloki, Ulrich, um, Basso, he was naming Patani. Baloki, yeah. yeah, all those guys. He's like, who, who would you say, I mean, you had the, like you respected the most or you know out of those guys your big competitors and he's like i tell you what jan ulrich was the toughest fucker ever and <laughs> plus i have more respect for him than any other person in the world he's like after i won my fifth and that fifth one you remember that was a tough one yeah, yeah. that's when he got that struggle bag and it's hot looked, and he yeah he, he was, looked bad on he was getting close podium, to yeah. beat uh he said in our um Celebration after the Champs Elysees, uh, the big tour, uh, the big celebration, everything. Mm-hmm. They had their big party at a hotel, and Ulrich insisted on coming over. He came up and made a, made a speech and said he was honored, you know, to be you know a competitor again. Blah blah blah. And uh, Lance said that was the most unbelievable thing. He didn't have to do that, and right, he right. came in and he's like, I have so much respect for that guy. I've heard that in the past though about him. Other cyclists have said that. You know, he's quiet, a quiet guy. Super nice guy. I wish quiet. they could get him on a podcast. Lance get him on the podcast. That would be gold. He was just. I liked Ulrich because, you know, he didn't have that snap in the mountains. He just had that big oh, diesel engine. engine. Just, just that's you. Just, yeah, you Ulrich. Just I'm Varon. Wind it up, right? You know, like he just. You know, he had and he. Heck, he would have won five without Lance. Oh, I mean, I there was nobody going to beat him. And that's that's the thing that's too the that thing. really kind of. If you take all the drugs out of the, the equation, right. all those results are pretty much going to be the same. That's what's yeah, so that's, frustrating. I mean, I think with Lance, there was a couple things that he said that was, that was interesting that caught my attention. And this is kind of old news for all the cycle people, cyclists that are out there. I like how Joe Rogan would say Sark, cycler. Yeah, yeah, Cyclist. Let's get this down. You know, it's funny. good. Um, that's you know that's the one that got Lance to do his podcast. Yeah, that yeah, that's yeah. why he started it. Well, Joe, I mean, look he at started all the tons people that, of people. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, back to point was, um, a couple things. He said the results would be the same, most yeah. likely, because after the cancer, you know, he did. He lost 20, 20 some pounds. Well, right. If he keeps the same power, you know, you and I both know it's just power to weight ratio. Yeah. It's, it just is what it is. And then how much pain? Some guys can take a little more pain, and he could take a ton of pain, right? So I, I still believe, you know, um, Jan would have been there, Basa would have been there, Lance would have been there. Pantani would have kind of been there, but I don't think he would have held up in the time trials. I think that's where EPO helped somebody yeah. like him. Because, you know, he's he doesn't generate climber. the power. Yeah. But that little Billy Goat, once he goes on the yeah. hill, forget about it. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy. Um, that That's interesting to me. And then the other thing that kind of caught my attention was – you know, how he's saying how it started, you know, when he's tra- talking with Lance. He's like, you know, we didn't go over there and we wanted to do it. We got over there, excuse me, and they had all this pressure. And he's like, well, 
we got to do it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna compete, if we're gonna win, everybody knows everybody's doing it. Let's yeah. roll. And you know, that's kind of interesting because it's you know I I put myself in that situation. I'm like, damn, you know, I got multi million dollar sponsors, <clears throat> and they want results, and that would be a super hard like. Yeah, because you know gonna, you're not going to compete no. with. I mean, you're you, done. a damn thing you can do oh. against somebody. That's, and that's your dream. I mean, you've trained. People oh, is the magic a, drug. I, it's so hard to people that don't know if you have any type of endurance in in you're an endurance athlete and you take EPO, it, it, you, you're just on another level. I mean, you just recover. You're you know you can go out and do a hundred mile ride, wake up the next day, and it's like ah, oh, I bike ten. Oh, you know, and, and you can build power after power because your body is just recuperating. And, you know, it's the wonder drug. Well, now that I've uh, hit 50, I mean, <laughs> I, I seriously would like Love to, be to get HGH and try it like HGH or like... This. I'd like to do, yeah, HGH, maybe testosterone and EPO. But I, my testosterone, I think, levels, you know, like I've looked up the symptoms. I don't have any of them. Like I'm, Yeah, same I'm here. Fine. I don't think. I haven't lost my hair yet. <laughs> Me neither, I said. I'm, you know, put on a little weight, but I'm so happy I have my hair. Um, <laughs> yeah, though, I don't know if testosterone... I think, though, so, even more, though, human growth hormone is something that's uh, would be... I'd be really interested in human growth hormone as far as, like, your muscles and kind of regenerating. I wonder... Yeah, did you hear that part, though? Lance thought that was... Overrated? Yeah, he thought it was shit. He's like, I don't think HGH does anything. EPO is the... the yeah, EPO is For endurance, yeah. Well, I think even... Maybe a, like a, <laughs> we sound like druggies, like a mild dose of steroids, you know, like anabolic steroids. If you really control that plus EPO to help generate the muscle, because obviously at a certain age, you know, we just don't generate muscle yeah. anymore. But that's, having that hit in the testosterone boost, you know, even if you don't need it, but, you know, that's where those guys in the UFC, they rejected the nines on testosterone because yeah. testosterone was legal, you know, and they had five times the normal amount, but... What do you gorilla out right? What do you think you uh, being for? What are you forty five or forty? I just turned forty five. I'm uh, I'm I'm young people, young in mind. Well, you're forty five. I'm fifty now. Back even if I go back even five years ago when I was much more. Uh, well, actually, let's put it this way: go back before you had a child, <laughs> and you were uh, you had oh, much yeah. more time to to work out. Yeah. I would go on a bike ride, and if I wasn't uh, clipping along at 17 <coughs> miles an hour, I mean, I was like slack. I'm like, oh, my God, what is wrong yeah. with me? I feel terrible. Now, if I go out now, and if I hit 15, I'm like, oh, sweet, man. I didn't, wasn't even trying to hit 15 miles. It's, oh, it's so it's pathetic if you've tasted speed, and then you, you can't. Well, it's a consistency thing. Right? I know. Like but you, just, you don't have the mind. In smart training, they start, they train so much better than we do back in the day. You know. Everything's power meters and efforts and, you know, not long distance. And, and I mean, sometimes they do that, like, really, really slow mo. I mean, they, they really dial it in. Even at an amateur level. Like, I watch some of these guys and some of the stuff they post on, like, Instagram. And, and you know, I'm like, holy crap, they're really dialed in. Like, yeah. Well, the, the my question to you, though, is going back to where we were maybe eight years ago, mm -hmm. um, I think if you got on a plan, I still have the, the thought that I could even be better if I trained smarter. You know, I could, yeah. I could be stronger than I was at my strongest back yeah. then. Oh, yeah. Because I've seen, uh, like I've mentioned before, my neighbor in Big Lake, he's 70-year-old. Yeah. And that guy would be like just, you know, Grinding away at like 18, 19 miles an hour into the wind, 
And just I'm an like, animal. what the hell? 70. And that's kind of, that's, I always kind of use him as an inspiration. I'm like, what am I, I can, you know, I got, I'm 50. I should be able to uh, compete. Speaking of which, Chad Macy from our biking days. Yeah. He's in, he just, I think he won his second state championship this year. And shout out to Chad Macy, that's wonderful. But man, back in the day, I could clobber you. Like, I just remember when you moved up, I'm like, right, are you ready? Let's oh my God. just stay behind and my wheel and don't don't get in my way. He's one guy, actually, we should. But he was one. He's I would good. love he to have him, kill uh, me now. have him on with us and mm. just talk how you were able. I think he has two kids. You know, work full time, married. Yeah. How yeah. does he train? And he, he's always, I always see pictures. He's always out on vacation. He's doing stuff. I'm like that guy. Yeah. I'm like you. You're doing everything. Plus, you're still racing at top form. Chad, you're making the money, man. <laughs> I mean, that's that's. I think part of that. Yeah, does that's he it. do you work, Chad? <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe he's <laughs> yeah, exactly. independently wealthy. Maybe he's yeah, high enough. You know, because I remember he was corporate. At Dairy Queen back even way back then, so I'm sure he's moved way up. So, man, that's, but that's uh, that's impressive. I, I see his results. And you know, I'm friends with Jim Cullen on Facebook. Oh yeah, I, I me too. I see he's yeah, uh, he well, friended me. I was really surprised about that. But they're up that. I don't think he's later. riding anymore. I mean, just he's born more his, no, or like or and his son. Yeah, his son's really big good, racer right? too. Yeah, he's really yeah. good. Super good. But uh, they're racing that. That's called the Donkey Label. Yeah, and that's pretty good. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I would, when you bring up the 70-year-old and us getting older, and for all you young people out there that I know you'll start listening to the podcast, we might be boring now, but you're going to get hooked. Um, damn, try to stay on the fitness train because it is a son of a gun to get back on it. And in looking forward, like that's what I want to be. I want to be able to go out and hike and yeah. bike and enjoy, you know, just and not be in freaking pain like you see all these people and the obesity problem. Like I look around and I'm a big boy and I feel small a lot of times. Right. Like, and these people are in their 20s and 30s and I'm like, man, when you hit 40, that's... you're done. Like, I don't know what you're thinking. Like, you better make changes. And that's, I think that's the biggest right now. It's like a scare factor. And it's finally like, ooh, you better get going, you know, so. Well, I mean, I thank my lucky stars that right. I don't have to deal, like, with my brother and then with with you, with the weight thing. I'm just glad I don't have to mess with that. Yeah, because such a bear. I mean, I can start off. I don't have to worry about, okay, I got to lose so-and-so <clears throat> many pounds to get to. So I can just get on my ass and start doing stuff. <laughs> right. And, you know, I sh- it wouldn't take me as long. But... I always wondered when you're like when you're carrying those extra pounds, don't you think your your muscles? I mean, if if you were able to lose that weight in a healthy manner, yeah. don't you? Your your muscles are going to be ahead of the game. Right? No, you're strong as shit, yeah. especially your legs. Like carrying you know, that like stuff last around? year when I lost like eighty pounds. Yeah, when I got down there, like like all of a sudden, and then I started doing a lot of core workout and kettlebells and. Like, I would grab things, and I'm like, oh, that was heavy before, and now yeah. I'm just tossing it. So, and when I went out biking, I, I think I was just getting to the point to where I could start to feel it in my legs, like, oh, I can push it a little bit. You know, not a lot, but a little bit. <clears throat> and I noticed that that one time when we went biking, 
I pushed it too hard too too soon, and then we got to those hills on the backside of Medicine Lake. Kind of did like, you in? Bye, Rob. <laughs> you know, like I was just like, I'm done. Well, like, that's where it shows. Like on the flats, your engine is still uh, there, and it's good. Yeah. But I mean, like you said, that'd be me, me throwing, you know, two forty pound bags of dog food on my back. Hundred pounds. That's man. insane. More than hundred pounds. One hundred twenty pounds. I always, pounds. I always marvel. I always kind of like I'm impressed that. You guys can carry. I mean, I couldn't imagine it carrying around a hundred pound weight all fucking day. No, that's in. That's where it, it kills your knees and your joints and stuff. I mean, that's how where are it, your knees? Are they good? Do you have any issues? Yeah, you know, I'm having an issue with my my one knee. Like, and it's not my knee. It's like the outside. And they told me, hey, structurally your knee's just fine. And that was from the snowboarding. I mean, <clears> no, yeah, that's that's different. This is my good one. Oh, okay, okay. It's completely. You know what it did? I aggravated it going up and down the damn ladder when I was doing all the oh, siding. Yeah. Just at that Different weird motion, angle. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, it'll be fine if, you know, the more weight I lose, the better it is. And and I know we've talked about this in the past. And you know, I'm in the competition now. Now that it's kind of nice. So we. I, I know I've talked about it in the past, but now that we're finally moving on in life, like, hey, we've got the kids are set. We're not trying to adopt anymore. Well, this are is our you family. Done? We're done. <laughs> like, I told her the other day, I was kind of joking. I'm like, we should have another one. And she kind of looked at me with a smile. I'm like, no, <laughs> we're done. Like, Big Daddy's moved on. Like, P.S. people, right after they adopted their, their baby, I had a vivid dream oh, that they had adopted another one right away. And I had to call Robert the next day and said, no. you guys didn't just adopt another kid, did you? Robert was crying. I can't, you know, the house is full. It's perfect right now. So, you know, it, it, it is kind of a, I think for so long we put so much focus and effort in wanting to fill out the family. Yeah. That's you know, get Jenny, Jenny's getting healthy in. And we can finally just, after getting through this first initial, the baby phase, move on with our lives. Like, it's done. We, we know what we have. It's, you know, and, and people that are out there, when you're planning your life and it is about the journey, you know, they always talk about it. it's not the destination, the journey. But part of that is there's chapters in your life, and it's it's finally nice to move on to the next chapter, to yeah. experience, hey, this is where I'm at at this time. And, yeah, there's things that you always want to improve on people. I mean, always focus on that. But closing that door and opening up a whole new one, you know, like, ah, it's just like, it's a big weight off our shoulders, I think. Well, that's what, don't you find yourself at times, and, uh, and I do this, I'll honestly admit, I mean, I look back. And I'll, be, I'll look back at my bachelor days in Big Lake where mm-hmm. I was the most selfish. <laughs> do anything you freaking wanted yep. to do. I'd jump on my bike. I mean, great shape. I mean, I had no one to worry about. Right. And yeah. sometimes I'll, I'll look back at that now, being 50, and I'll be like, man, that, that was awesome. But then I'm like, you know what? I won't trade this shit I got now for any. <laughs> right, I, I would right. never want to go back there, and I never want to give up where I am. So, yeah, I mean it's it's a totally a juggling act. I it mean, is, and I think trying to keep that some of that into what you are right. and all that. Oh, it's, yeah, if you can bring some of that life into it, I mean, and you and I have talked about this in the past, and probably people that have heard us say it. <clears throat> it's it's bringing in the good with all the responsibility. You know, we don't we don't get these years back, so let's. 
let's enjoy you know i was just talking to my cousin and he's going to look at these brand new pickups right yeah. and it's down to sixty three thousand dollars you know i'm like insane. holy crap you know and, it's a house back when i bought my house exactly you know and, and and he's like yeah i don't want you know he's lucky enough to have his house paid off and Jeez. and so he could purchase this and you know i was talking to my wife about it she's like oh my god we never do that i'm like but tom said something he's like you know what we're in a position to where we can afford it. And he's like, this is what we want. And we'll have it for the next 15 years. And we go to Canada three or four times a year and pull the boat and because that's what they're into. Yeah. He's like, why not be comfortable? Why not get what you want? You know, yeah. even if you're paying an extra couple hundred dollars a month or whatever, you know what? You're still going to be happy than going out to the piece of shit that you bought and you're not happy right. about it, you know? So. And that's, my brother-in-law told me also when I was working with him back in the day that um, he's like, you know what? I just reserved the fact I'm always going to have a car payment, so right. I'm, I might as well have a nice car. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, a nice truck or something. So, And it's, you know, you don't have to go overboard. It's even like Tom said. He's like, you know, this truck was initially 78000 It's down to sixty three right now. And he's like, I'm going to piss some salesmen off because I'm going to go look at it and I'm going to walk away. And he's like, I'm going to have it bring it down even more because it's the end of the year and, you know, they yeah. have the sales and stuff. So, so he's doing it right, but... You know, and trying to save money, but at the same time, he's getting something that he likes, and it's wow, taking a trip or going going on a bike ride. Or now the now the time seems more important to me. Well, that's, I don't know about you, but they, totally, I, there's a bigger value on my definitely. Time now. And I also try to make much more of an effort to not look forward. You know, to yeah. like. Just enjoy it. Enjoy it like today. Right. And yep. it sounds so stupid and sappy, right, but, but it's totally true. I'll yeah. wake up because I'll be like, oh, crap, it's Monday. You know, I got to do this and this. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to enjoy the shit out of this Monday just <laughs> yeah. because I don't know if it's if the same with you, but it probably is. Everybody, as you get older, just, I can't believe how fast time goes by. Oh, it just rolls. It's like yeah. weeks are just like, boom. You know, another, I don't, I, I listen to his podcast on and off, but I've read some of his books and I wanted to get his new book. But <clears throat> Jocko Willenick. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, he's got yeah. the new book out, Discipline is Freedom. And he's right. Like, if you have that, you know, it kind of coincides to really enjoying your time. But if you have that discipline to, you know, stay healthy or to eat whatever you want or, or you know, not to eat whatever you want, but stay healthy and get your priorities done, it just opens up that time to freedom, right? Oh, yeah. it, and, and, we, and that's what we value so much. And, you know, I think about that now and I'm like, He's right. Just that little quote, that discipline to get things done or do the workout or eat a little bit more healthy. You know, still enjoy yourself. Have a cocktail or whatever, whatever you want, you know, as long as you don't overdo it. But it's there. You know, I, I want I, – you need the balance. I mean, yeah. no, and if you don't do it, it starts to kind of nag on you. I know. But it's so funny, the, the stuff you'd make fun of about when you were in your 20s and stuff now, how that, all the, all the things you've heard about getting old and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. That's why all these little bastards out there should be listening to us, God damn it! Because here's the but thing. Then it'll be just like us. We're not old and crotchety, but we're, we're wise and we've, we've learned a few things. So it's, it, when, you say, you know, when you say to enjoy the moment, I, I've told Jenny this and maybe I've told you. Watching my daughter, I usually drop her off. Oh, there's my dog crying because he wants to come out and play. Watching my daughter, I usually put her on the bus, yeah. walk away, and she always turns back and waves at me. It oh. just kills me yeah. every day 
all the time. And I just, I sit there and I say, yeah, it's sappy. I just want to burn that in my memory. Yeah. I, I never want to forget this time with her. You know, and it's That's... those things like going to the North Shore. We had such a oh, wonderful time. With, and it was just the family. And I'm like, I don't ever want to forget this time. I want to live in this moment. I'm almost... I'm almost grieving about when my child turns 13 and she's only five right now. Right. Because yeah. I'm like, I, I heard somebody, one of the other various podcasts I listen to, his daughter is 13, and he's like, oh, it was Burt Kreischer. He's like, man, it's almost, I'm like, she's breaking up with me. It's, yeah. She's, she doesn't want me to do the stuff I used to do, and she kind of wants more independence yep, now. Yep, and yeah. Uh, I, I I think about that when I'm with Vivian and I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to like absorb all this stuff as much as possible. Yeah. It, it's, I think, did I tell you that? Like when we were at school this, this year, um, Chorus is like, Hey daddy, you know, she had a, a school night, you know, a engineering, uh-huh. she goes to engineering, the engineering, it was engineering night at school. And she's like, do you, do you mind if I go around with my friends? And I'm like, no, you know, go ahead. <laughs> I knew she was going to have fun. But it, then part of me was just like, oh, yeah. like, oh, you know. But the funny thing is, is she actually knew. She's like, at the end of the night, Dad, you weren't sad, were you, that I went away? I'm like, no, honey, I was so happy you had fun with your friends. But it's, it is there. I, I'm starting to get there. Like yeah, she's, she says, I'm a preteen. And I'm like, oh, oh I'm not. You're like, don't worry about it. She's already thinking about her when she turns 15 or 16. Did I tell you? She's like, Dad, when I turn 16, I just want two things. I'm like, what? what's that? I want a horse and a Ford F-150, a white one. And I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> That's it? Yeah. Just, you know, uh, she, she's into it. She just wants an F-150. She's like, I just want a pickup, pickup truck. I'm like, where the hell did that? You know, I'm happy. Right. She's a country girl. She listens to country music, and it's hilarious. She kind of picked that up on her own. Yeah, that's funny. It's uh, it's. Uh, just basically repeating all the worries and concerns that uh, our parents went through now. Uh, you kind of... Yeah. You know, you don't you always want to try to be better? You know, every generation know. wants to be better than their but then, parents. And... I think, uh, I mean, uh, that's what you and I are bringing. It's kind of similar. I mean, yeah. the, the values and all that type of stuff. But, um, man, I, I look back and I almost want to, you know, tell, you know, my mom and dad, you know, Thanks, you guys did a good job, and I can't believe Pretty you didn't beat me more because uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. I've come close to losing my mind over like small things my daughter had, and I only have one. I'm just I like, know. oh my god, how'd you deal with three kids? Yeah, that's <clears throat> I don't know. It, it it's it's wonderful, and you know it. Like you said, I think it's just living in the moment, enjoying things, and and you know having a little bit of fun in all the chaos, right? Mm. Definitely a little more simple too. Um, so let's let's get into the uh, the whole yeah, podcasting a little and kind of recap people about what we are gonna try to do in a more consistent basis. What do you think we're gonna should we shoot? I mean, for more re- realistically starting off now, shoot for at least consistently once a month, and that's a nice like starting point. Yeah, um, and nice then we can, we can do like once every three weeks or. Two weeks or yeah, three weeks, right, but a couple of months would be ideally. But yeah, ideal. Getting crank, we're gonna crank it slowly back up. <laughs> Get you hooked. Yeah, start. Uh, I know we were kind of rambling in this one, but I mean that's kind of what we're just gonna be the everyday guy. Two Robs talking about um, just anything we really want to talk about, and hopefully have a, a take that's somewhat entertaining and bring people in. 
There's and there's some people that yeah, I definitely talk with. Uh, eventually, start doing like uh, bringing some uh, friends and right. acquaintances and business business people we know that yeah. uh, was entertaining, kind of fit our uh, our kind of mode of uh, talking and things like that. I told Dino from Head Cycling that he's going to be on. Yeah, yeah, they've got their guys. brand new wheel out. And he's on YouTube, and I'm like, oh, you're being on my podcast. He's like, what are you talking that, about? What's what's your podcast? I'll bring in I'm some. Like, I've uh, got, we've got millions of followers. You got to get on. You no, know, really interesting people are food reps. Not. <laughs> no, we're not. The chefs, though, like you no, said, the chefs yeah. are crazy. Yeah, we'll I, I think the more batshit crazy somebody oh. is, the more interesting they are. There's a lot of asshole chefs I'd oh, like to get on, God. and then uh, just a lot of insane chefs too. Oh, speaking of chefs, not to, not to, look, oh, kind of lump you in with the asshole chef I was talking about, but my. Uh, <laughs> I talked to my cousin, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Ross. It's like one of the most interesting guys that you could uh, talk to. And I think eventually I told him, I was like, dude, even before you and I started this, the Two Rounds podcast, I told him, yeah. I said, you, you got like an opinion and some, a say, something to say about everything. <laughs> I said, why don't you do a podcast? And he's like, eh, well, let's just say I'm thinking about it. But this dude, we gotta have him on our yeah. podcast sometime. I think he's living up by our, my cabin now. So sometime. Just, oh, like permanently? Yeah, he moved. He was in California, Montana, and stuff. And uh, he moved back to Minnesota last spring to open a restaurant up there. And now, he's, really, yeah, he's still up there. So, um, yeah, definitely, he would be. He, I, we could go. We could do about a three-hour podcast with that guy. Yeah, um, you know, getting the round table. You know, getting. Uh, I know Jenny's uncle Jim. He wants to get on and do his podcast, and I've talked to him about. Does he have a podcast? Or he, no, he wants to get on ours. Oh, oh, oh! He wants to specifically talk about a project he's working on, which is really interesting. Yeah. But I told him, hey, some of the guidelines: can't talk <laughs> over people because he likes to talk over people. You know, like, <laughs> give me yeah. an outline. Uh, yeah, well, exactly. I'm like, you have a general one, but well, I think, yeah, I think it would be nice to get. The friends going, and then yeah, and then we, we have get, a you lot know, of, we can practice, right? We have and, a lot of material. I mean, we have a lot of interesting friends. I mean, yeah, and some of those are batshit crazies. We love you, but you know, yeah, well, that's why they're our friends. That's why our friends, yeah. <laughs> Birds flock sane, together. Sane people would be our friends. Um, oh, one thing I wanted to get, just jump back to the working out thing, uh, real quick is I was reading uh, a te- about running technique because I. Uh, the one thing I have been consistent since uh, April is walking. I mean, I, I walk a ton, which right. is awesome. I mean, yeah. I guess that's probably the thing that's saving me fitness-wise is walking like four or five miles a day. I, I yeah. wake up, I do it early. I, I'll, if I'm in town for work, I'll stop at lunchtime, go take the dog for a walk at lunch, and sure. then I walk at night. But then I also mix in, you know, once a week I'll try to uh, throw a run in too. Got it. But I was reading about um, how we just normally are, the way humans are running is like wrong. Wrong. You, you lean yeah. on your heel like that. Yeah. So I've been slowly trying to, you know, run on the balls oh, of my feet. How are you doing? When you're doing it, like, so last night I did about, I did like three miles, quick run, just tried to do the whole thing this time, just because I used to just mix it in. I'd go a mile, doing the balls, and I'd just, the ball of my feet, then just do my regular gait. Right, right. And that was fine, but last night I did three miles on the balls of my feet, and it's, while you're doing it, once you get into a rhythm and you feel it, it's, mm-hmm. you're like on springs. Right. You ever yeah. see like the amputees, how they, the, that amputee yep. foot is designed, yep. it's a spring. Yeah. And that's kind of like how the human is supposed to run. Yeah. But it is, it's incredible. I mean, you feel like you're gliding. I mean, my heel never hit the ground. 
But the drawback is I woke up this morning. Sore as My hell. goddamn calves, I can barely <laughs> walk yeah. because my calves are so <clears throat> sore. So that's, you know, they taught us to run like that in track and field and sprint. Yeah. You know, they, they do the, the tippy-toe mm-hmm. dance, you know, and we do that around and to, to go on the ball of your foot, right? And I was doing that, so I kind of actually changed the way I ran. And so when I started running long distance, it was great because it felt exactly like what you're saying. You just spring yeah. forward. But then I put on weight, oh. and I freaking, with your calf, yeah. like all of a sudden I felt that pop right before that, the, um, the Annadale try. Yeah. I'm like, Rob, I hurt my calf. That was because I was running on that, and that impact, there's like a burst of sack or something down in your calf, and I popped it. So if you really, I think like Joe and like you said, you have to work your way into that, and that it's also a weight factor. You know, you know, you're naturally supposed, you're not supposed to carry all that excess, right? So well, that's what they did. You hear Rogan talking about so like how the modern running shoes almost like a cast on your foot with all that cushioning that that why we slowly evolved to heel striking, right? Because there's so much padding on the damn heel that I mean it's a lot easier, but. He had those five finger Vibram uh, shoes, you know. He's he's wearing yeah. now. That are you I, gonna get those? I was actually have them on my Amazon thing. I oh, might really? get them and run a treadmill with them, you know. But um, yeah, I'm just kind of curious. I mean, so because my my weight's low, so that's not right. an issue. But just I think over the course of slowly inner kind of uh, getting that technique down. Mm-hmm. I would think your calf muscle would slowly get used to that. Yeah, and, I think uh, you just have to. I think people push it. You know, yeah. probably like I did, you know, I, maybe I was bringing, I think mine was more of a weight issue. I was bringing my weight down and maybe I was just going too far too, right. too soon, you know, and I, and I just did it. But, um, I think in the long run, it's going to, it's a lot healthier for your knees. Yeah. Well, yeah, because your whole body's designed to, to spring, run yeah. and walk that way, you know, so. But I tell you though, if doing, while I was doing it, I was like, wow, you, I got into a groove like about, about two miles where it was like. Man, this is this is feels really cool. But then also a, a half mile later, I was like, "Ooh, calf is kind of <laughs> tender." So I, the next half a mile, I ran and I got home and I woke up this morning. And even right now, it feels like somebody hit me in the calves with a baseball bat. Oh, yeah. it's just sore. I so you brought up you real quick because we're God, we're one on one already. Oh yeah, let's wrap this baby up. Um, you brought up the fitness thing, which we're going to try to tie in. What what is your goal for the winter? We'll try to meet those goals and you know by maybe doing the podcast we can you know have it's almost, almost like accountable somebody, for yeah, it yeah where you have a little accountability for uh, the, my main goal keeping it simple is definitely start doing more weight workout to because i've lost ton of muscle tone since i yeah. stopped doing construction and, and you more know, and more like body weight push-ups sit-ups right. and then mixing the kettlebells and squats and stuff like that and then to uh i'm also going to take the cross-country ski thing a little more seriously because that was an insane workout. I mean, it's so good. I remember doing it like, God. It's got to be orange. Before Cora, so probably 12, 13 years ago, and just thinking my heart was going to explode. Oh, what is going on? Craziness. Doing it with Steve Agri? I'm, yeah, I can imagine. Oh my God, that I—that's—I think He's my heart rate got shape. close to 200, and that was two years ago. I mean, it was, <laughs> I, I seriously thought I was going to die. I might have to go to the doctor and make exactly. sure I'm not going to have a heart attack. But. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, so how I about think, you? What? What? I mean, are you? Uh, granted, are you probably going to focus on like weight issues and then also yeah. 
kind of uh, tone and some uh, weights. Yeah. Yeah. What are you gonna do for cardio in the winter? I'm gonna bike. Like oh trainer. And, yeah, I'm gonna put the bike in the trainer. It already is. It's actually out in the garage. <clears throat> and I rode out there, but I'm gonna bring it in here because I can get a nice down in the the laundry room and get a big good sweat on. What do you think about um, the another thing too? Is more intervals and less. Uh, yeah, I think I have to. But you you probably want to do long. Yeah, so right now I just gotta really monitor it, and then all of a sudden get to the certain. Then I do a ton of interval work, yeah. and my body responds pretty good to that. I mean, it did in the past. Who knows what it'll do now? But it did in the past. So. I think just getting, you know, back into it, it would be, it would be lovely, <clears throat> excuse me, it would be lovely to do a try next year or just some nice. long rides or just, you know, have fun, you know, because like I said, we're, we've finally closed the door on a, a few things. Hopefully yeah. you've got your, you past your, uh, your child there, your little uh, kidney stone and I've moved on and I'm getting some sleep and. I laugh when you said try just because we are in the we keep on the same that. damn pattern yeah, that we've been in for when's the, when was that Annandale try? How many years ago was that? Oh, Vivian was a baby, so that was five years ago. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And that last five years, okay, I'm doing this, this try, this try. Let's just say I'm going to do a try next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, but that would be great. I mean, you know what? I would be happy with. Hey, let's get together and go out for some rides. And just and, I know. know I mean, you and I. Ever since I moved back closer into the cities, we've probably rode a, a, maybe a dozen times tops. Pathetic, right? Yeah, I know. We, we got to do. It. And you know, I drive around, and I think like I was just over in Somerset, Wisconsin area, going from like Somerset down to Hudson on the Wisconsin yeah. side. Oh, yeah. And I saw bikers over there, and the roads are beautiful. And I'm like, it's hilly and gorgeous. And I'm, you know, perfect for you. I'd have to be in much better shape. But I was just like, beautiful out there. Just, and even go, I'd like to go down to the city and park and just ride all over the city and take a lot more of that lately, too. I want to see everything, you know. Because there's no, a, lot, a lot more trails and stuff now that we've never done or I've never done. I yeah, to get on the Greenway. I mean, yeah. you just, that's when I was riding with more regular in the spring with Agri. Uh, you know, he took me on the, we went all through the Greenways and just around the river and the rest right. of Rono. It was fun. Yeah. But so, boom, we're back in. We're, we're back into the podcast waters and we're going to. It was fun. We're going to stay. We promise we're going to do at minimum <laughs> once a month. And uh, we'll start fine tuning the subjects, but in general, we're gonna. It's more. Of a, it's a free flowing thing, so it's gonna be. Um, it makes us, us better people. Off. We're better husbands. We're you know the you know we can just vent and get together and have fun. Exactly. So. Makes us makes us happier. So right. You I've know, been all. Them. It's the little things in life, people. Bound up since uh, our last <laughs> podcast. I haven't been able to talk to uh, another man for over. Uh, 15 minutes, I think. <laughs> exactly. And my brother-in-law's aren't real men, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you. I was going to say, yeah, I was just thinking about you got together with Andy and Mike and Todd. Those guys don't count. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, so everybody. That's the end. We're back. We're better than before. And Podcast number, well, technically this is number four, but it's. Yeah, one of yeah this two no it's 4.1 something like that yeah so stay tuned uh hopefully so the date now is october 18th we're going to shoot for the mid-month release of uh our next one so right around uh just before thanksgiving we should have another one out hopefully we have some uh interesting things to talk about and then uh in the preceding ones we'll probably start maybe bringing in a friend or two to uh yeah take this fun trip with us yeah it'd be kind of fun to uh 
talk about the whole family thing and and yeah and Valentine or Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. And Christmas and you know, oh yeah all that all we have a lot of uh, <laughs> stuff to talk about then all so. the crazies. By the way, we're hosting our first Thanksgiving ever with uh, with my wow. family, so that's that's going to be something. And my wife doesn't cook, so guess who's going to be <laughs> cooking? All um, right, everybody. Take, hope, tell everybody uh, to listen to our podcast, even though it sucks. It's going to get better, and it's going to get fun, and we're going to have a lot of good times. So yeah. until then, this is uh, Rob Christensen. I'm Rob Donovan. It's been fun, people. And two Robs make it right. Have a good Always. one. Bye-bye.